Well, good evening, friends, and welcome to the Magical Adventurers. My name is Matt. Thanks for being here, and thanks for joining us tonight. Um, I hope you enjoyed the pre-show music, and uh, if you're joining us live, uh, you might have noticed uh, we started with Harry Potter, and we ended with the Magical Express uh, music loop, because we're, tonight we're doing Disney versus Universal, uh, and it's going to be really exciting. This is all Alexis's idea, and she'll be in to join me in just a minute. Um, but we even got a little DC, what is that, Six Flags says DC in their parks? Even that got thrown over the little Wonder Woman ad just popping up in the middle. The beauty of live streams, folks. So uh, if you're catching this on the replay, you're going to miss that, but I emphasized it so you can enjoy it too. Uh, if you are uh, joining us on the replay, don't forget to join us every Saturday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. We have a brand new live show every week. And uh, be sure to... Join us on all of our other platforms on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe over there and hit the bell icon. we got vlogs and all other great stuff on there over on Instagram. Make sure to follow us at The Magical Adventurers and on Facebook at The Magical Adventurers. Be sure to like and follow over there. Now, um, the next two weeks, uh, it's actually almost Christmas, believe it or not. Christmas is next week. So for the next two weeks, uh, we'll be taking a short break from the live shows but don't worry we're not going to leave you without anything because we will be pre-recording two live shows coming up so coming up next week is going to be holiday wishes live from mini disney world they'll be hosted by alexis myself and of course jiminy cricket that'll be next saturday december 26th at 7 30 p.m and the week after that on January 2nd will be Fantasy in the Sky, New Year's Eve, Fireworks, also live from Mini Disney World, and again, hosted by Alexis and myself. So be sure to tune into those. They will be premiering as a video on YouTube, so they will not be on Facebook, but the link will be posted on Facebook so you can get to the live stream. Uh, that will be for the next two weeks at 7.30. Um, if you missed our most recent video that went up, it's uh, Mickey's Most Merriest Celebration, the full show from last year's Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Um, a lot of shows uh, were not performed this year due to the pandemic, so uh, we decided to bring them to you from last year so you can enjoy some of that Disney Christmas spirit. Uh, early next week, just before Christmas, we will release one of my favorite videos that I think I've ever taken in Disney parks and that is Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade uh, so that'll be early next week sometime just before Christmas and uh, we have a lot of other great videos coming up um, in January a lot of great stuff coming up so make sure you stay tuned and subscribe for all that stuff and of course always spread the word and invite your friends to join our Magical Adventurers family because um, we got a lot of exciting stuff coming up including our great movie ride reading uh, a lot of exciting live shows, more magical game nights, more magic madness tournaments, more cast member campfires, more imagineering the future, plus maybe some new surprises uh, that will be coming soon. Um, and you can also listen to the show, the live show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public Breaker, all of those great things, wherever you listen to podcasts. So, tonight, as I mentioned, it's going to be uh, Disney versus its main competitor, Universal. We never uh, actually talked about Universal on the show, maybe hints of, of it here and there, but we never got to fully talk about it. And I'm going to bring in my good friend, and this was totally her idea tonight. I think it's fantastic. So, please welcome my good friend, Alexis. Hi. Welcome, Alexis. Hello. Uh, it's, uh, it's, I'm excited for this topic. Um, Me too. 
Thank you for so, hyping me up with the topic idea. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, because um, originally we were going to do Magical Game Night tonight uh, before we took our two-week break. And that's another exciting one. Alexis will be hosting The Price is Right coming up uh, soon. So you may have seen that that was posted as tonight's show. And uh, we had to make a change um, last minute. But and I said, Alexis, do you have any, any ideas? She's like, how about Universal? We never talked about that. I'm Disney versus Universal. I go, that's a great idea. Why have we never talked about that? So here we are tonight, Disney versus Universal. And, uh, of course, we have our usual friends joining us in the chat. Thanks for being here, everyone. Uh, it's great to see you as always. Jessica's here. Aiden uh, popped in for a quick sec to say hello, but he'll uh, he'll catch this one on the replay. Got to watch the Gators lose the SEC championship. I'm mm -hmm. not into sports, so I'm not 100% uh, up on the lingo. But That's, uh, I think, football. It's football, right? It's college yeah. football? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I kind of knew. Um, Brandon loved the pre-show music and uh, – I believe on what just happened. It's the Wonder <laughs> Woman ad that slipped in <laughs> during the pre-show. You know, that's never happened. I play the pre-show music from YouTube a lot of times. That's never happened, but you never know. Live shows. That's why you got to be here because you never know what's going to happen here at the Magical Adventurers. Uh, gotta yeah, thanks. I, 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 I love all that music too. So, um, yeah, we all want to go back to the parks, Brendan. I absolutely agree with you. All right, so let's get into our topic tonight and what we did was we uh, split it up into categories uh, for different theme park categories, things you would look at when you're comparing the two. So our first category is the price. Uh, that's always a big factor when you visit the parks. How, how much is it? Can I afford it? The answer is too expensive and no, but let's dive into the prices. Um, you know, um, I think they're probably about the same. If you're looking for a one-day ticket. I'm right, going to look up close. Universal. Because I know Disney for sure. Oh, wow. They are about the same. Okay. So, Universal Studios is about 109 per day. Um, and I believe Disney's about the same for 2021. Hang on. Let me check. Because I recently had to look at that. Because I'm going to Disney very soon. Uh, maybe there will be a vlog on that. Coming yeah. To the channel. Alexis is going to Disney to kick off the new year. Well, a little after the new year, but, you know, she'll be there uh, for a few days. So, uh... yeah, so Disney is 109 <laughs> per day, but like that changes based on the day, like the day, like it could be like up to 130. I know because I was looking, but like, I feel like that's how probably how it is for Universal, too. I'm guaranteed, like, depending on the day that it's probably more, you know, like if it's yeah. like a weekend yeah, or like a holiday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it is. Um, the but yeah, they're about the price the same. should be right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the price is. You're right. It should be right. Um, yeah, they're about the same. When you were talking about a, a one day ticket, at least, and maybe even. Uh, I love that. I wonder if I did that on purpose. Like that's crazy. They're both says 109 per day. On their websites, but. Hmm. Yeah, and again, it always depends cool. on it always depends on the day. But I, the, yeah, the, they've always been pretty close. Oh, but now it's oh, this is two days. Two days is different than one day. Uh, excuse me, I want one day. Universal. Oh, one day, right there, one day. Okay, yeah, it's more when you actually click on. Okay, it's one oh nine. 
for one park, but if you go to both parks, it's 164. That's not bad though. If you want to go to both, like it's like a oh wait, no, it's not. That's like that is bad. Because like if it's like a park hopper ticket, right? Kind of yeah. deal. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Yes. So 109 and then 164 for the park hopper for Universal. Okay. I mean, you know. And then Disney's at. like 140 for the park hopper, I thought. Something like or maybe that. I mean, 140 or 150. So they're about the same. Again, they're pretty close. I think the, the value comes down to who's offering the best deals and what what you're getting as a total experience. You know, Disney's got what, over 30 resort hotels. Yeah. So when you compare, Universal has, I want to say it's three or four. Three, four hotels. Yeah, I would say so. And they offer vacation packages as well. That's all pretty close in price. I, I, I think uh, if you want to experience both, that's where it gets pricey. Yeah. If you want to experience both. Because if you have a whole 10-day Disney vacation plus a couple days at Universal. But, you know, we, we, uh, we put this under the cast member campfire title tonight because... I think most of our times at Universal have been as, from the viewpoint of Disney cast members. So we lived there, we had annual passes, and we never really thought about what the vacation package to Universal might look like because, well, we just went to Universal. So again, price pretty much the same. Let's get into what really matters, and that's food. Yeah. So when you, when you visited uh, Universal, Alexis, where did you eat and what did you eat? Okay, like one, I don't remember the exact restaurant because, like, you know, I don't know. It's I, I, I haven't gone that many times, but I remember that, like, I paid a lot for not a lot of food and it wasn't that good for me, at least in my opinion. Maybe what I got wasn't good, but I just got like chicken nuggets because I'm basic. And, like, it's like 13 or $12. I mean, that's about what Disney is, I guess. It's probably like maybe it's more. I thought I paid like 13 or $14. And I didn't think it was that good. Like, again, it's just chicken nuggets. So, I mean, it's basic. But, like, I didn't think it was really that good. Like, I know my roommate got a burger or something like that. And it wasn't her favorite either. She thought it was probably overpriced. I think she paid, like, 15 or 16 for hers. That's, that's probably pretty close. That's probably close to Disney. Yeah. Because yeah. their burgers are, like, 15 I paid like 13. So it's about like the price was about the same, I guess, as Disney. But I didn't really like the food that much. Like, I don't know. That was just me. Yeah. And I. You go. Go ahead. No, you go. No, okay, I'll go okay. one more time. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did get their butter beer, though. That was good. I really enjoyed that. That was probably about the same as a Dole Whip, too. I feel like that was nine or $10, right? And that was really good. I enjoyed that a lot. See, I, was... I always, which we're actually, that's one of our next categories, talks about the immersive land. So we're going to dive deep into the Wizarding World and all that. Mm -hmm. But I, when it comes to the food, I always say that it's about the options. It's what, what do I have? And I think Universal, for the most part, sticks to standard theme park food. Yeah. For the most part, I haven't eaten everywhere and I don't, you know, I certainly don't know the options as well as I do at Disney. But Disney, first of all, let's just take Epcot by itself. 
got a whole yeah. world. All the countries filled with restaurants. Then you got a place like Disney Springs, which we'll get to that later when we compare that to City Walk. But you know, there's a lot of options there. And then there's even a lot of options in you know Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios and um, Animal Kingdom. You know, but you, you talked about the butter beer, and I think that the best like specialty drink is the butter is that... beer in all the parks. Like, because let's compare it to like Blue Milk for a second. Blue Milk to me is totally skippable. Like, I'm not a fan of Blue Milk. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't see the appeal. Have you ever had the blue or green milk at Galaxy's I had Edge? like a sip of yours and Priscilla's while all three of us went, and it was not it. It's it was not, not it. good. Because you got the it's... green or the blue, and she, you both got like the opposite. So I tried like some of both of yours, and it just was not good at all. Yeah. The f- first time I had it, I just tried somebody else's, and I didn't like it. But I said, mm-hmm. well, let me give another shot. Because like, sometimes like it takes me like a little to get used to something. And then it was good, like right right in the beginning when you first got it, and it's frozen on the top. It, it it was good, it was fine. But then, like once it started to melt, yeah, I, I was over it. Also, I don't like how this or Disney Universal does their turkey legs. Like that kind of grossed me out seeing it in that like little. You know what I'm talking about? It's like kind of like a popcorn cart, like at like Disney, but like they're just like shoved in there. Like, they're not in, like, any warming kind of thing. I, at least I don't think so. I just remember looking at them, and they were just, like, in the cart, and then you just pulled the turkey, like, out of, like, the glass thing. And it kind of grossed me out. I was like, that's nasty. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think, I think the most o- overrated theme park food is turkey legs. Everywhere. Yeah, even at Disney too. I don't know. I even think Disney's Dis- were better looking than Universal's though, which I don't like yeah. turkey legs really at Disney either. Just because just I don't know. For me, they're not bad. Like if that's what you like, like that's great. But like for me, they're a little salty and it's too much. I don't, like, it's like, yeah, but well, I agree with what you said where it's like more theme park food. I didn't think about that. Disney's food is like you can get something different from everywhere you go. Like at and Universal, it's like, a lot of the same. There's a lot of like signature restaurants. Think of California Grill at the Contemporary, or Topolino's at Riviera, or mm-hmm. even Brown Derby at Hollywood Studios. You get these fancy, like very like high end restaurants in uh, a theme park resort. But Universal sticks to more. Mm-hmm. I-, I think City Walk has more higher end options, but still, you know, overall. City Walk's kind of expensive though. I remember mm-hmm. where I forgot where I ate. Weedaville? Is that what it is? That was a little bit expensive for that. It was good, though. I enjoyed it. Like, it was good food. Mm-hmm. It's not even, I guess, Disney's food is expensive, but, like, I'd rather pay more for Disney food than Universal food, if that makes any sense. Because, like, yes. Disney food is, like, is, like more. You know? Yes. And, and like, always... <laughs> when I was at Universal, I ate because I was hungry, but when I'm at Disney, I eat because, like, it's good food, you know? I eat, to, like, a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff, even if I'm not hungry, you know? Right, like I said, there's just so many options to choose from, and yeah, I, I just Disney just has that extra pixie dust when it comes to the food, um, uh-huh. and you know Universal just gets it done. But so you know, I guess we'll give like one point per category just to give kind of a yeah. system here. So price is about the same, so we'll give them both a point. Yeah, and food goes to Disney, so Disney's got a two-one advantage right now. Now let's dive into something where I think Universal kind of started this trend 
and that's the immersive lands. Yeah. And I think you can agree with this, that if it wasn't for the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, we would not have Pandora, we would not have Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, for sure. And Universal is still standing because of with the Wizarding World. I think the Wizarding World took Universal up a notch where it's not normally. So, I Yeah. Think. I remember when they were coming out with that, too. It was like 2008. I was there as a kid. I remember seeing the signs up that they was going to come out. Like, they kind of came up with that idea pretty early compared to yeah, Disney. I want to say... I'm going to fact check it, but I think... I don't think it opened until, like, 2010 or 2011, but, like, in 2008, I started seeing advertisements for it. Yeah, I think it was something like that. I think it was, like, 2010 or 11. Yeah, uh... I think 2010. Maybe it was 2009. I was there in 2008 or 9, and I remember seeing it because I saw Harry Potter, and I was like, oh, I wish I was here for that. Okay, so... Hogsmeade opened in 2010, and Diagon Alley opened in 2014. Yeah. And then was... the one in Japan opened in 2014, the one in Hollywood 2016, and they're making one in Beijing as well for 2021. I didn't know they had a park in Beijing. Wow. <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> we learned something <laughs> new. But um, did you know that the Wizarding World was almost going to be in a Disney park? Really? I did not. Do you want to guess How? which park it was going to be in? It's going to be like Hollywood Studios, right? Couldn't have been Epcot. No. It was actually Magic Kingdom. Really? It was... They Where? Were, they were trying to work out a deal with J.K. Rowling to put it in Fantasyland. That um, wouldn't have made sense, though. Right, maybe it would have. I think that's the only land that can. I don't know, though, I can't imagine that being in Fantasyland. But, so, here's the interesting part of the story. Sorry, yeah, I'm like... One of the... No, no, no. One of the big reasons that they couldn't come to an agreement on the Wizarding World and Magic Kingdom... Probably money. Well, I mean, money's probably part of it, too. But one of the big reasons creatively was that, if you notice, at Disney parks, all of the pathways are always, like, wide open because for capacity... But J.K. Rowling wanted it to be like tighter, like in, like a, like exactly how it was in the books and the movies. So Disney said, "No, we can't. We can't have the tight pathways." And J.K. Rowling was like, "Well, we're not doing that." There was more to it than that. But like that was one of the big reasons. And I think that's interesting because when you look at Diagon Alley and Hogsmeade at Universal, it's a tight area and it gets bottlenecked sometimes. Yeah, and that's I the mean, exact re- that's the exact reason that Disney didn't want to have those tight, tight roads. Like yeah, but that. can you imagine that on New Year's though, when it's like built to capacity? I oh my god, can't see Disney doing yeah. that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, no, that's what I mean. Like I, Disney knew that, and that's why they said we can't do it. Ultimately, Universal swooped in and got the, uh, the rights for Harry Potter. Also, and, you know, I built it. I feel like it's better it's at Universal. I don't see it fitting at Disney. I, 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 I absolutely agree with you. I, especially now when Disney has everything in the world. They have so many IPs that they don't need anything extra. Yeah. Plus, with words, I put it like where Mind Train's at, probably. Yeah, I think it was going to be around there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, it, it would have been weird. 
that's funny yeah. though. It's over capacity reasons or like space reasons that they didn't go through. Yeah, I, I thought that, it was money or something. Like that's what you. I think mean, of. that was probably part of it as well. But I think that was just one of the one of the reasons. Like they just couldn't get on it creatively together. So yeah. Um. So yeah, but uh, you know. So now let's compare the lands themselves. So we have Wizarding World. We have Pandora. And we have Galaxy's Edge. Will Toy Story Land count too or no? I don't feel like it's could, as immersive. It's not as immersive. We could we could throw it in, but I don't think it's the best out of the four. Yeah, anyway, well, not, so. yeah, let's not. That's fine. It's very cute, but um also, what do you guys think in the chat? Which of these immersive lands do you think does the best job? It's tough, actually. It's a tough choice. It is tough. Because when I saw Universal, like, Harry Potter Land or whatever it's called for the first time, I was shocked. Like, it looks really good. It looks like yeah. you're at the movie set. Oh, and, yeah. like, the castle is so cool, too. Like, the I rides would, are good, the too. The rides are fun. Hagrid's is, like, really cool. The other That's ride that I was talking to you about earlier, I don't remember the name because I have a bad memory. That one was really cool. With the Harry's on a broom, and then you're not um, on a broom. Uh, Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. That, yeah. That was really and then, cool. And then you have Escape from Gringotts. Oh, yeah, that one's fun, fun. too. I think, I think, like, if I had to rank them, it's Hagrid, Gringotts, Forbidden yeah. Journey. Yeah. Isn't that a broom in Gringotts too? <laughs> that doesn't matter. It's fine. I'll freak. I, have I mean, to, like... yeah. I mean, he's a wizard. I mean, like, yeah, he probably <laughs> flies on a broom at some point in the attraction. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So now, let's like just focus on the Disneyland's for a second before we compare them to Wizarding World, right? Uh huh. Out of Pandora and Galaxy's Edge, which one do you think is the better land overall oh that's hard that's really hard i feel like those are so hard to compare i mean i love pandora and i love how they did the floating rocks like that they were talking about the imagineering behind that and how hard it was to do and it was basically impossible when they did it like that was that's so cool and whenever i see it i think about that um the rides flight of passage is amazing like yeah. I am always like shocked by that ride when I ride it. But then you hop over to Galaxy's Edge and you see the Falcon literally right in front of you. Yeah. And then you go on Millennium Falcon or Millennium Falcon, which is cool. But Rise, of course, I can't even with Rise. Like I won't spoil because I'm sure some of you haven't been on it yet. But I probably it's say Galaxy's something. Edge. I have. I think that like because of rise like rise is like the technology and rise is something that i don't think anywhere else does yet and it's brand new and it's really yeah. cool and i think that it's more immersive than pandora because if you go into the stores like what the cast members are wearing even how they talk because the cast members can't like they're on batu they don't talk about being at disney world they don't know what disney world right. is uh i like how like it has like the language on all the buildings and stuff too. I think that's really cool. I think that it's more immersive than Pandora. It's not saying I like Galaxy's Edge more than Pandora. I like them both a lot. But I think that they did a better job of being more immersive and like 
more immersive and the rides are cooler, I think. Than mm-hmm. not that I don't love Pandora's yeah. rides either. It's hard. Right. It's well, okay. In terms of the rides, I think I would go Galaxy's Edge because I I think like Navi River Journey looks really nice, but it, I would never say it's worth a long wait. I wouldn't even say Smuggler's Run is worth a long wait, but I I, I say they're both little, worth. I, I would wait Sorry. a little longer for Smuggler's Run because I think getting to fly the Falcon is really cool. But see, the thing is, if I don't get pilot, I wouldn't want to wait for it. Like if I got like Gunner, I just don't yeah. think it's as fun. And that's like the well, one thing about that ride that makes it hard is because like, you know. If you don't get pilot, then it kind of stinks. See, I think there was a missed opportunity with the gunners in that ride because I think like it should be like in the movies where like you have the the thing like the actual, yeah, yeah, that would have been cool. I guess that probably would have been hard though, but like yeah, that would have been no, really yeah. cool. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, obviously, Rise of the Resistance is a whole different experience. So, you know. In terms of that, I would give it to Galaxy's Edge. Oh, but how but about food, th- though, too? Because, like, right. that kind of counts, <laughs> so here's too. The thing. Here's the thing. Food, I, I definitely give Pandora. it to Pandora. I, think, I don't think the food in Galaxy's Edge is bad. I think there's some good food options there. But I think I, I get more bang for my buck at, at Totuli Canteen. For sure. That fish plates. is so good. And, then, and you can get something different every time you go there, too, with the combination plates. Because you can switch one thing, and then I it's also, different. Right, Sorry, exactly. I'm like interrupting you as you're No, talking. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm interrupting you, too, because we're just thinking so many thoughts about these amazing lands. But I think Pandora also fits in better at Animal Kingdom than Hollywood Studios. I mean, that Galaxy's Edge does at Hollywood Studios. What I mean by that is the overall ambiance and vibe of Animal Kingdom, like you slide right into Pandora. That's true. You just you cross right that bridge, whereas and like, like, whereas like going to Galaxy's Edge, it's a little more jarring, especially if you're coming from Toy Story. The Toy Story—that's what I was gonna say. I wish that they did something like that. How you enter by over by Muppets, where it's like that, like rock area, and you go through, and you feel like you're immersing into it. Then, as in Toy Story Land, where it's just like Toy Story Land, Galaxy's Edge, you know. Like, I don't like the entrance. I wish they would have done so. I know it probably would have been hard for them to, like, make it more of, like, an entrance. I think they were right. considering that to be more of an exit area, but people still come in through there, too. Right. And Listen, at the end of the day, that's, like, nitpicking, I think, because all, all of it's amazing, right? But, <laughs> yes. you know, but, but when we're critiquing things and trying to give, uh, saying which one's better, I, I, I do think it... Um, Pandora slides much better to Animal Kingdom than Galaxy Edge does at Hollywood Studios. But that being said, does Rise of the Resistance just trump that? Maybe it does. I don't know. It's tough. I mean, I don't know, too, because when you think about Pandora, you think about, like, I think that everything they built in there is cooler. I don't know if what we're judging on. Are we judging on, like, immersiveness, or are we just judging on overall, like... I think immersiveness, but like you said, all those things factor into the immersiveness. Cause the like, food, the the way that the cast members act is huge, and I think these immersive lands lose that a little bit as time goes on because guests don't get it. And I think true. sometimes 
they have to ease up on some of the language. But I, I, I want to say that over time, Galaxy's Edge is going to hold that better because of Rise of the Resistance. You ha- the cast members have to be acting on that. That's like a Jungle Cruise and a great movie ride type deal where you have to be acting for it to be really good. So I think Galaxy's Edge is going to hold that cast member interaction better than Pandora has. And it's not bad. I think the cast member interaction is good, but I don't know if it's as immersive as it was when it first opened. It's cool. Yeah, but it's still cool that you could like build the lightsaber too. You, if you think about that, that's probably another cast member thing where the cast member has to that be is. active for that too. That is. Uh, I got to that's do that That's kind of similar so to the wand yeah. ceremony. It is. I, hey, here we go. Uh, now back to Wizarding World. The, the wand thing is really is cool. I, the lightsaber is better because everybody gets to do it together whereas like the the wand it's like they pick one person mm-hmm. but it's it's still cool to go into like olivander shop and see the, and see the wand. It's, well, it's well done like the lighting and everything like they get like you know like they put like a spotlight on like the person with the wand then like the whole room starts like the wind blows and everything and it's really great mm-hmm. oh, man it's oh, it's tough to pick these three i think is the food at uni- a Harry Potter immersive though? Like I've never eaten. The there. food is not better than the Disneyland's. The food, okay, so you have the three broomsticks over in Hogsmeade, and you have Diagon Alley. To be honest with you, they serve things like ribs and fish and chips, and like regular American food. I can't remember. Like, I, I can't remember the food. I was never wowed by the food at Wizarding World. Okay. But you have the butter beer, which is a state. Yeah, beer. which is so good. Which is, again, better than the blue and green milk. For sure. Now, the Pandora drinks. You have the Pandorian Sunrise. It's a Thule Canteen. You have the Night Blossom over. I heard Bambu the Pandorian Bambu. Sunrise is good. They're both good. I wish I would have got it. I mean, yeah. the Pandorian Sunrise is Powerade. But I don't yeah. know. If <laughs> but it's but but they put like a nice little like whatever at the like a pineapple at the, on the side. So it there you go. You feel tropical. special. You that's it. That's it. You know, and it it goes nicely with the combination plate. By the way, there's a vlog where I, I eat at Satuli Canteen. So little plug. That was a that was an old vlog. That was like early days of magical adventures. Um. That was before I actually even met Alec- you, Alexis. It's before I even met you. I filmed that vlog. Oh, what a world! Not not knowing me. Yeah, it's a crazy world back then. <laughs> <laughs> it's even crazier now. No, um. <laughs> um okay, you know, I don't know how we're gonna decide which one's better. But now there's the factor, like I mentioned earlier, that Wizarding World is the pioneer. Without Wizarding World, you don't have the other two. That's true. So that's huge. You also you also have the train. Yeah, the train taking you between Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley. Okay. And the train is cool, except like sometimes they don't close the door fast enough, and you you see like Harry Potter walk, and his shadow walks, and then like you see him on the other side of the window. You know, like the door. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's it's all about the execution of these lands. So execution 
goes to Galaxy's Edge. Food goes to Pandora and Vibe, and Pioneer goes to Wizarding World. But I think overall, I don't know who who do you want to give this to. I feel like we should give. I think you, we should give it to Wizarding Wizarding World, just because you're right. Yeah. It's the Pioneer. It's cool. It is very immersive. I mean, even though the food isn't the best, the butter beer is like amazing. Uh, the wand ceremony is cool. I think it was the first of its kind, so we should give it to Universal. Not that Disney's not... Disney obviously executes it amazing, and their lands are amazing, and I love Disney's right. lands. But I think we should... I don't know. Let's let's give a point to Universal, you know? So it's tied right now. 2-2. Two, two. I think that's fair. Caroline, good to see you. Thanks for joining uh, us. If you... Uh, if any of you missed show number 24, uh, check that out. We talked about the great movie ride. I had Caroline on. She's a former great movie ride tour guide. That was a fun show. So be sure to check that out. I, I, I plug all the time on here. Wait, I have another plug before we continue. It's, and it's for Disney plus. If you have not watched the Mandalorian yet, get on it. <laughs> the The season finale was incredible. Wasn't it Alexis? We're not going to say anything yeah, about I'm it. Away. Spoil, but Wow. Okay, back to the topic at hand. All right, next is the one where I think there's a lot to talk about, and that's the attractions. There's a lot of attractions at both. There's a lot of attractions at Disney World. We know that. There's four parks full of them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm don't worry. Look up attractions just so no I know. No spoilers for The Mandalorian on here. We, we don't do that, I promise. Um, yeah. So, yeah, bring up the whole... Okay, so what are... If you had to pick, without looking at the list yet... Oh, gosh, okay. If you had to pick your five favorite attractions at Universal Studios, both both parks together... Okay. If you had to pick, like, your five favorites, what would they be? Okay. The Mummy, Hagrid's, okay. uh-huh. The Hulk... Ooh. Even though I'm not a roller coaster person, that roller coaster is cool. Uh, definitely not the Rip Rocket, whatever that thing is. That is not no, my I'm favorite. Not, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan <laughs> of Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket. I think it's too, too jerky. Oh, what else is there? Uh the Gringotts ride too, and uh, Harry Potter. What else is there? I'm thinking like Jurassic Park. That one is, <laughs> that one's fun. Okay, like I like the, even though it has its issues, I remember riding that as a kid and having a good time. Like even though like the dinosaurs sometimes get stuck and it's kinda awkward. <laughs> okay, anyway, uh what else? <laughs> oh, what other rides are there? Oh my god. It's been so long. The Spider-Man ride was kind of cool, too. Whatever the Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. Clearly, I love Spider-Man. Sitting in a Spider-Man chair. I'm trying to think of other rides. Oh, the Skull Island ride was cool, too. Oh, Kong. Yeah, the Kong ride. And I'm trying to think. I think that's all I remember. I don't know if that was five. I so think now, it was. I'm not sure if you've been on this ride I'm thinking of right now. But if if I had to ask you, what's the worst ride at Universal? What would you say? I don't know. I didn't, like the, I didn't like the Simpsons ride. That was really bad. 
But I yeah, don't know. Riders, Matt, but it's not the worst. I don't know. I haven't been on all the rides there. Okay, the uh-huh. worst ride is Fast and Furious Supercharged. Yeah, I've never been on that ride. Okay, so you basically go on a tour bus. And, but it, do, it doesn't, like, move a lot. Oh, oh I did go on that ride. I have to know that ride. That ride was bad. It's awful. Yeah. It's awful. Was, as soon as you said, like, you started that, I was like, look, oh. This is not a live stream to bash Universal because we're bringing out the the greatness in both of these places. But that ride, not good. Just not. That's just skip like it. The... You don't even skip it. There's much better attractions. I mean, that's like the mission space of of Disney. Like, don't ride mission space. So okay, so so that that actually brings up a good point. Do you think Mission Space is the worst ride at Disney World? Either that is the one. What's the one? Triceratops spin? The one in Animal Kingdom in Dinoland? Is that what it's called? Again, the correct answer we were looking for was the Tomorrowland Speedway, but that's okay. I mean, okay, but like, I'd rather do no, the Speedway than that. No, there's value in that. Oh. Yeah, like, there's value in that if, if like, you're. For, some people really like kids. Tomorrowland Speedway. But for kids, I, I, though. The kids love that. For kids. Right. For kids, yeah. The, the kids love it, and it takes people away from the things I want to ride, so it's okay. But yeah, I would agree with Mission you. Space Mission Space gets me just, oh. it's 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 not it's not like an amazing attraction for what it could be. Like it could be something. Yeah, but like better. honestly, the the one in Animal Kingdom needs to be torn down. Triceratops spin is that what it is? Like just please knock it over. Like that ride kills me. That uh, was not you're fun. Probably, you're probably not Triceratops spin. Why did I say Triceratops spin? That's the kids ride, Primeval yeah, World. No. Primeval World, which is got yeah, th- th- they are taking that down. So they are. Congratulations, yeah, Disney. <laughs> uh, yes, Fast and Furious is pretty new, but it's just really not good. Um, so yeah, I-, I would say like my top rides at Universal: Revenge of the Mummy, Spider Man, The Hulk is pretty great coaster. That's really something. Mm-hmm. Um, Hagrid, Hagrid's my favorite. Hagrid's, a Hagrid's great my favorite too. Hagrid's so fun. Um, and Escape from Gringotts. Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey is not bad, but it's not my favorite. Uh-huh. I keep that off of, like my top list. Yeah, I definitely said one in five on my list. I'm sorry about well, it's that. It's okay, because I, I think I am too. Did, did I say Spider-Man? Cause it's Spider-Man? Yeah, you said Spider-Man. I love that ride. Um, like <gasps> Sp- Spider-Man's the best of the simulator type, like those standard simulators. Like Ride Spider-Man and skip Transformers. That's my tip. Oh, I've never been on Transformers. It's the it's the same as Spider Man, but not as good. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's the Doctor Seuss area, which is really cute. That's cute, yeah. Like the Cat in the Hat ride never has a weight, and it's cute. I wrote it, yeah. It was cute. It's kind of like cute, the, right. Yeah, it was fun. It kind of reminds me of Winnie the Pooh. It gives me Winnie the Pooh vibes, like riding the Winnie the Pooh ride at Disney. Yeah. I guess you would yeah. say it's probably better than Winnie the Pooh one. I don't really care for that ride, but uh, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, then the Doctor Seuss oh. one. I think Winnie. Yeah, you, you like which one do you like better? Well, I said that the Winnie the Pooh is probably better, but it's not my favorite ride at Disney. The Winnie the Pooh. Oh, one. okay. I I wouldn't say Pooh's my favorite ride at Disney, but I think it's. it's I just remember doing that like. I remember doing like the Magic Madness, and we were ranking it, and you guys were putting it above other rides. So I was like, "That's not that great of a ride," and you guys were defending it, and I thought it was hilarious. That's what I think when I think Winnie the Pooh. 
I think it was that versus the speedway, and you were just trying to knock down the speedway as low as possible. (laughs) That's always my goal. (laughs) But, okay, so... Okay, so let's take what we think... I mean, this is not fair, I guess. The the best attraction in the universe, we'd say, is Hagrid, right? What's the best attraction? What won the attraction thing at Disney? What, Tower of Terror? Tower of Terror won. So let's take... Because I I don't think Rise of the Resistance... is is fair to put that in because that's not comparable. That's a whole different experience, right? Mm-hmm. Let's take Hagrid and Tower of Terror for a second, right? Because they're both thrill rides. They both have good stories. Which one do you think is better? I know you're not a, a Tower of Terror fan. Yeah, but like I don't myself. think about it like that. I like think about it as the ride itself. Like even though I get scared on that ride, I, I still think about it. It's like the quality of the ride, you know, and the experience. Mm-hmm. I think the Tower of Terror, like one, I like how when you go inside, it's like immersive, kind of like you're kind of in the ho- you're in the hotel. The decorations, like how the web spider webs are everywhere. The cast are amazing on that ride. They actually scare me depending on who it is. I like how they show that video beforehand, too. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Hagrid's queue isn't as fun. Like, I mean, you're just outside. (laughs) Watch. And um, there's no cast members that make it very immersive either. I mean, like, it's, it's like, immersive because it's in, in Harry Potter land. But, like, you know. Like, the cast there don't, like, do any... Not that that matters, like... But I just think that Disney goes the extra step but, or the extra mile the, there. But uh, but that's the thing. Does the extra step make it a better attraction? I mean... Because the story's I, being executed... I would say, a yeah. more deeply, right. right. Especially when those doors close and the cast right before on the Tower of Terror when the, the cast member's closing the doors and gives you, like, that face or, like, says something yeah. before the door is shut. Like, that adds to it. So right. I would say Tower of like, And then, like, sometimes their hands go like this on the... Oh, the my God. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. That freaks me out. It, 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 right. It puts you into that. It makes the ride more thrilling. That little extra step makes the suspense just a little more. Yeah, I would say Tower of Terror, like, the ride itself, too, is super cool. Like, I I think Tower of Terror would win for me. How about you? Yeah, no, I mean... <laughs> Look who Tower Terror is your favorite. Love, so. I love the Tower of Terror, you know. Uh, but, you know, again, they're almost very different places. So when you're comparing Disney World and Universal, it's very tricky sometimes. Okay, do you think you Universal know, has... Okay, do you have, think Universal has more not as good rides as Disney? Because I can only name two rides at Disney that I hate. Which would and, be... Which Mission would Space. be Primeval World and, and Primeval Mission Space, World. but Primeval World's leaving, so I guess technically it's only Mission Space. Right. I mean, I would say that there are more rides at Universal where I can go in and go, oh, I could skip this. Yeah. Whereas Disney, I'm like, oh, I have to ride this, this, and this because I love this, or, you know, mm-hmm. this is a great ride too, so is this, you know? Yeah. But, but that brings us to something that we, it's not included in our list, but I think we should include it in the attractions portion. Because there are so many of them at Disney. And that's iconic attractions. Things that when you say to, when somebody says to you, I'm going to the Magic Kingdom, you know they're going to ride blank. So 
fill in that blank. Somebody's going to Magic Kingdom. They're going to ride blank. I only get to pick one ride? Pick as many as that come to your mind for that oh, sentence. Okay, I would say they're going to Magic Kingdom, so they're definitely going to ride blank. Splash Mountain, Space Mountain, Pirates. I mean, I would say Haunted Mansion. There's a lot. I mean, I can't. I would say those ones for sure. Definitely Splash. Definitely, definitely Splash Mountain. Definitely Pirates. I would say Haunted Mansion too. In space as well. What other rides am I missing? Big Thunder. Uh, Big Thunder. Uh, All those are really popular. I say Mind Train too. Oh my god, that line is yep, so long. Yep, yep. I would say certainly in today's in today's modern Magic Kingdom days, Seven Dwarfs Mind Train. Um, if I had to pick one, though, I would probably say like I don't know. Space Mountain is pretty pop. I mean, Splash though too. There's so many. I think those are the ones, those that we mentioned are the ones that those are must-dos for everybody when they go into Magic Kingdom. All the mountains, for sure. All the mountains, Mine Train, Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, yeah. I, that's, I'd say those, those are it. That stick out right away, right? Mm-hmm. And then your diehard Disney fan goes in there, and they're going to do the Tiki Room, Country Bear Jamboree. Um, uh... Hall of Presidents. Um, Hall of Presidents. Hey, don't hate on the Hall of Presidents. That's a Walt Disney attraction. Oh, speaking of Walt Disney attractions, Carousel of Progress. It's a small world. Your diehard fans will will go to those. We'll gravitate. For sure. Right? Now let's take the same sentence. Let's go to Universal. You can throw both parks in. Uh, Somebody's going to Universal Studios. They they're definitely going to be riding blank. Hagrid's, uh, probably Gringotts too. I like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hulk for sure. The Hulk is like I like that. I feel like that's like one of the more known rides at Universal. Yes. I don't know. Those are like the like top. I mean, I really like the Mummy too, but I don't know if somebody would be like, oh yeah, the Mummy. I should say the Mummy too, maybe. I don't know because it's harder to know so. because I don't know the wait times as well at Universal. Like I think about like you have yeah. to based on how long they ha- you have to wait for. Like it, yeah, I, I, feel- I would say anything in Harry Potter. People are going to see Harry Potter. Yeah, no question, right? And then after that, Hulk, Spider Man, like Marvel stuff. Spider Man too, yeah. Um, you know what? For people who are maybe more diehard Universal fans, ET. Oh yeah, I forgot about ET. It's a good ride. I think ET is the only original, uh, like universal attraction that's really still there. Here's another good question about ET. (laughs) ET versus Peter Pan's flight. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I like Peter. That's an interesting question, though, isn't it? You think about it. Yeah. I forgot if E.T.'s longer. If E.T.'s longer than E.T. Because Peter Pan's flight needs to be longer. Like, I really don't but, like but how even, it is. But even if E.T. is the same length of attraction, you Peter always Pan's walk onto E.T. You have to wait like That's 75 true. minutes for Peter Pan's flight. Yeah, I would not wait for Peter Pan's flight. Never. What the... It's funny, isn't it? I, I, I think E.T.'s a great ride. And sometimes I say, oh, E.T., I'd rather ride that. 
So I, I think I think some of the attractions are a lot closer than people think. Um, yeah. I, here's another one that's similar: Men in Black, Alien Attack, and Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. I've never done Men in Black. Is it like the same thing where you like shoot thing? Oh wait, yes yeah. I have. Yes I have. And, I don't know why I keep. I have done it. That one's kind of like fun laser. though. Yeah, yeah. I think, I, I think Men in Black's more fun. It's easier to shoot Buzz. for sure. It, it, it's easier to shoot. If you know where the targets are on Buzz and like getting Galactic Heroes fun for you, then that's fun too. But I think Men in Black, I would like to say that that's a, the better one. But it's not better than mm-hmm. Toy Story Mania. I think Toy no. Story Mania is the, the top, right? Out of the for shooting sure. things. So, yeah. So I, there's a lot. I think ultimately Disney World gets it just for, on the basis of even having just more attractions and more and the attractions. I like the theming of Disney's too. I like how the costumes match the attraction. Yeah, I think the story always goes the extra mile. Things like Expedition Everest, things like Everest, Pandora, things like um, Rise of the Resistance. Everything takes the extra mile. Mm -hmm. So, Disney Disney World Disney World gets attractions. So it's what three to two, Disney World. Yes. Yes. Oh, speaking of attractions, are we comparing water parks too? Because I just thought of that that Universal oh, has well, a water park. I've never been to it though, so I don't know if that would be fair. I, you know what? I don't have enough experience in. But the only thing I think about when I think about Universal is how that those lifeguards got electrocuted. Do you have you heard of that? <laughs> how that happened? Yeah, yeah. I think I did hear that. So safety, Universal. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to bash Universal. That could have just happened. Yeah, accidents happen. Yeah, things happen. But listen, there's there's a list of things that happened at Disney too. So, but, but we won't get into that. Um, I think the next thing, I I don't know how much how long we have to talk about this topic. Entertainment. Oh yeah. Uh, just hey. the fact that in in normal times, in normal operating times outside of this. COVID pandemic, Disney World does nighttime spectaculars every night. Mm-hmm. Disney World wins. I, there's not really many shows at Universal, but I, the one I like to highlight is at Christmas time is The Grinch. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very good show. I don't know if you've ever mm-hmm. saw that. I've seen it. Yeah, I got, I and the thing they did on the, the I like how they kind of like tried to do a little Disney moment on the Harry Potter castle during Christmas time where they do the projections and then uh, they like do the yeah. little firework thing. I was expecting it to be better than it was like more, but like it was cute. Like I thought it was nice. I mean, it, again, it's like, it's kind of like what they're doing now at Disney with the projections and then the little fireworks at the end. It's kind of that, but that's what right. they did last year. Right. 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 So, you know, I think overall you have to give entertainment to Disney because Disney does have more shows, of course, and Disney's known for that. Disney is an entertainment. Yeah, I don't think Universal's first. really known for like their no, they're, they're known more for the rides. The, the, have you ever seen the parade at Universal? No, it's fine. It's not festival. I didn't even know they did a parade. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. That's what I mean. It's not big, so we'll give that point to Disney. So it's four to two, Disney. Uh, this next one could be close, and that is special events. Yeah, that In is particular actually Halloween time. Because you Halloween. have 
Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party at the Magic Kingdom, and Halloween Horror Nights at Universal. Now, we both went to Halloween Horror Nights together. Yes. That, I tell you, I have to say, that's the best thing that Universal does all year. That is a heck of an event. It is wild. Yeah. Like, in the Stranger Things house, I, I was always the one that got, like, the big scare, and I was so annoyed at the end of it. <laughs> It was always me. Yeah. But I don't know. The us house scared me too because this lady came out with the scissors in my face and I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> I didn't get anything in us. I didn't get any scares. Any hits. I didn't get any big <laughs> scares. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The clowns kind of freaked me out too. That was not my thing. Aww. It was fine. I was not, I was just not into that, you know? That's all. So this is hard, though, because they're kind of different events, you know? Disney versus yeah. Halloween Horror Nights. They're I mean, very different events. What I liked about Halloween Horror Nights, I liked the haunted houses. I liked that they had a lot. The wait wasn't horrible. I know that they would say they were long, but when we waited, they actually weren't as bad because I think that they took people in groups, which was nice, you know? So yeah. it was pretty good. Um I would get freaked out because they had people not just in the houses. They had like people dressed up as you're walking around, which is kind of scary, kind of fun. Um, I the one thing I didn't like about it is that like it was kind of hard to see where you're going and like where you were at in the park because it was so dark. And I guess that was yeah. probably on purpose. Uh, mm -hmm. But it it made it made it harder for us to like at least for me not being going there as much as I went to Disney like knowing where I'm at and getting kind of lost easy. Cause I remember we're trying to find the house and go back to where we were. And we couldn't do it for a second and we figured it out. So that part kind of didn't make it like as easy to get through, you know? And then there was a lot of people yeah. there too, but like same with Disney. So, you know, um, yeah, I, f I, uh, the one thing about that night that I really remember is like, we were going through a bunch of houses first, right? And we, your, your, your adrenaline's running up and everything with all the jump jump scares and everything like that. And then we took a detour into Diagon Alley. Yeah. And I remember we got Butterbeer, and I just remember like being like, oh, okay, nobody's going to jump out at me that here. That was this so is a safe chill, place. Yeah. <laughs> this is a safe place. That, that was actually probably one of my favorite parts of the night. I really just I enjoyed it. And then when we both played the same song on Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket, and we we and we mentioned how much we were not crazy about that ride because it's way too that much. That was dust, no fun. Too much, too much uh, jar. It's too jarring and too jerky, right? But, um, but we both played "I Will Survive." <laughs> Had to. <laughs> so I, also great. I also remember that I wanted to get pictures and like you took that good one of me and Diagon Alley and I was so appreciative because I remember oh, Placenta yeah. was taking it it wasn't coming out and everybody went to leave and you're like okay I got you and you stayed behind and took it for me good I learned very quickly how to take pictures <laughs> because my cousin we were we went to the parks all the time together and I took a picture for it she's like no you have to take it like above or whatever i was just taking it like straight on it's like no no this is how you have to do it it's whatever and that when I, when I took that picture i knew how to do it i was already an expert mm -hmm. so um, but yeah yeah so uh they're both very different events i should we give both of them a point because i mean i think christmas is disney all the way but you you universal could lean to halloween 
just because how great it is. Yeah, because but Disney also parties are fun, parties great, but... fun for the kids. I like that we got candy. I like the special. I like that there were special things at Disney that you could not do normally. It made right. me feel like better for paying for it. You know, we got the fireworks, we got the parade. But I think they both deserve a point. For sure. I think Universal definitely deserves a point because, like, they're known for their Halloween Horror Nights, you know? Yeah. So I think they both no, should absolutely. get a point because they're both different. And Disney has does I, their I parties agree. amazing, too. Which you said, I but, agree. like, I... Yeah. So, so. let's point do... It's five to three. Disney. I'm just writing it down so I don't forget the score. Okay. Good job. Uh, next, uh, we talk about character representation mm-hmm. slash interaction. Mm-hmm. This will be another. This I think will be another quick one. Mm-hmm. Disney clearly has amazing character interaction experiences. Even now, without the the real meet and greets, have you seen like the cute little like things on like the side, like an Epcot, like Winnie the Pooh was like catching butterflies and everything, <laughs> yeah, and things like that, and. Um, there's some like socially distant meet and greets I think are great, but I know even in normal times, you know, the meet and greets too. are great. But yeah, I think Disney's meet and greets overall are better than mm-hmm. Universal. Do you have a particular meet and greet at Disney that sticks out to you? Holly, I went one day after work to meet um, Mickey and Minnie. My first, like, it was like maybe my first month. And I was wearing my DCP shirt and they gave me like this very like nice interaction. They were like pointing at my shirt and they were like happy. And Mickey like took a picture off his own camera to keep forever, which I thought was super Aww, cute. Yeah. So, cute. so yeah, I, I love that one. Um, meeting Elsa for the first time was pretty cool too. Cause I'm a big oh, frozen yeah. fan. Uh, As I get it. It was pretty cool because you know, Elsa. Oh yeah! Look at that. <laughs> Look at the I pun. liked meeting Sorcerer Mickey on our last day too. That was that was I really yeah, that, that. that that was a really good one too. I, that was a very unique experience. Also, because... thanks to you because like nobody else wanted to go except me, and Matt was like, "I want to go too," and I was just like, "Yay!" <laughs> yeah, I made everybody stand on that line. Uh, uh, it wasn't even long, so I'm glad we did it. Oh, it was it was great. I absolutely love that. Um, one that sticks out to me, other than that. Um, was right before the hurricane came in last year. I mm-hmm. went to a Halloween party the night before. So mm-hmm. empty. And I, I I walked in. This was like during the fireworks. I walked in to meet Mickey. There was no nobody in the line. I walked right right into him. Not like mm-hmm. into him, but I walked right up to him. Like it was so quick, right? And then we had the longest meet and greet I think ever. Like we just kept going and going. I'm like, thanks for inviting me to the party, all that stuff. And then like and then, like, he, he pointed to my, my hat. I was wearing a Mickey pumpkin hat. And he's like, do you want me to sign it? And I'm like, yeah, that would be great. And he signed it. And it was so cute. Oh, he signed it? Yeah. Like, so I, like Like, I didn't even ask. Like, he thought of it. So I thought that, that he was He signed the better. front of it? Or, like, the inside of it? The the Well, well he, he was like, where do you want me to sign it? He didn't, like, say that. <laughs> but, like, he was like, where do you want me to sign it? No, um. Uh, <laughs> And I was like, um, I was like, I don't know. And I was like, um, like, where do you think's the best spot? And like, they were like, it's up to you. I'm like, all right, how about like under the, 
the bill because I felt like that was a good spot. Like, oh, so you the... can't see it, but you could take it off and like look at it. Yeah, because like I thought that was better because like if it got on the outside, like it might get ruined. Like I don't know, I thought it was better on the inside. But yeah, that's it was true. it was it was a great experience, and that's in the Halloween vlog too. Plug. Um. So yeah, Disney gets the character interaction. We know that. Um, I had an experience at Universal with Spider Man though. Really. <laughs> Well, let me tell you. Like a bad or a good experience? It wasn't, like, bad in terms of, like, I was, like, angry or anything. It was just bad as I was in, like, that was it? Like, you go in, he was not in character. Like, he was in character, but, like, he wasn't. It was just, What happened? Like, like, you felt like you were meeting, like, some guy dressed up like Spider-Man. And then they had, like, you took a picture in front of a green screen. It was literally a green screen. And then when you got the picture at the end, it showed the background. But it was not like great, especially when you're used to the yeah. interactions, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there's a lot of character representation at Universal: Harry Potter, Spider-Man, SpongeBob. SpongeBob. I wish they did uh, a you SpongeBob know, ride. You know, if we ever go to Universal in the future, we have to do the SpongeBob meet and greet. I don't know why we never thought of that. Yeah, we never went to Universal besides we, Halloween we Horror never, Nights together. We never really did. Yeah, but you know, we went to Sea World though. That was a that we was went a to Sea World. That could be a whole other episode. We could talk about Sea World. We should have vlogged that. that. Yeah, you know, I know that. that when my pants got all wet. Oh my god, I, that was a time. That would have been such a good vlog. Remember, oh, wow. you're like, I'm like, you think we're gonna get really wet on this? And you're like, no, I get no, I'm like, and then we get soaked at the end and i was so annoyed i was like no was, you, you, you want to know what bothered me more though was like when the wave of water came through because we were in the first row and the wave of water came up and went right into the shoes that's what i'm I saying was so that was annoyed. horrible i was in my pants and our, we were soaked it's crazy yeah. so that was rough but good job it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> yeah and then, i'll yeah, be more prepared up. next time i ride that though <laughs> Yeah, the you know that was before we really like did the magical adventures together. Before we really like started it up and whatever. So like I didn't vlog, but that's okay. Next time. Next time. <laughs> Next time we go to the parks, we'll definitely vlog. Um. So, what else do we have on our list? Um. Let's go to. Oh, so you're giving another point to Disney, so it's gonna be six three then, right? Yeah, six three. Um, so we have <laughs> three categories left, and Universal's down by three. So it looks like Disney's going to win. But you never know. Uh, we have family-friendly is the category. I mean, do we need to discuss that? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I think Disney overall is more family-friendly. I think that Universal does a good job with their little areas, like the Dr. Seuss area. But uh, mm. I think the rides, though, aren't as kid-friendly. Like, I wouldn't take my four-year-old sister on The Mummy, for example. Or oh, right. So. Yeah. All right. So, you know what? We're going to, like, just, like, not give points for that. That was too obvious of a win. Uh, th- this is the – you know what? I'm going to – actually, I'm going to skip one and come back because I think one is – much more important to talk about so we'll, we'll we'll save that one for last this next one is disney springs versus city walk both the shopping centers and whatever um so 
do you have any particular thoughts on on these two? I didn't visit City Walk. I don't think enough as I did Disney Springs. But do you have do you have any thoughts? I think Disney Springs is bigger, which obviously there's more to do. Um, I think the food at City Walk is more expensive than Disney Springs, and what I mean by that is Disney has expensive stuff, but you could also go to cheaper places too. And chicken like you guy. can get like yeah like chicken guy or um what's the other place I don't know I I have the worst memory um but yeah like chicken guy and like same with dessert stuff too you can go to Garadelli and that's not that as expensive I feel like overall yeah. Universal is more expensive or City Walk is more expensive ah uh, also I feel like there's a lot of like live entertainment at Disney Springs so at night you know you could like pull over and see like this guitar dude. Or the traveling piano lady. I that love the traveling piano. She's great. Um, She's great. And I think during the holidays, Disney Springs does a good job of like, like the Christmas tree trail and stuff like that, which makes it fun too. So you can oh, do I things love there. The Christmas tree trail. The Christmas tree trail is coming up in the the very merry Christmas vlog, which will come out after Christmas. Um, it'll be in January sometime where I'll have like the regular Christmas vlog, but as opposed to our little Christmas videos. But, um, yeah, Disney Springs has a nice vibe to it. And you're right, more options, I think. Get, get the stores. Options. There's yeah, not really fun. as many shops at City Walk, too. Right. Plus, you have a lot of Disney merchandise at Disney Springs, so that's already a win for me. Um, but, you no, know, I think Disney Springs, I like the vibe better. It's a little more relaxing, I think. Whereas, like, mm -hmm. City Walk's more of, like, a party. It's like a... A party? Yeah. It's like a... Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> Very good job. Oh, thank you. Um, cool. So, okay, we'll give another point to Disney. Seven to three. And one category left. Um, our last category is probably the most important. And that is cast members versus team members. Team members oh, are team universal. members? My bad. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So team members are universal, cast members are Disney World. Of course. As we were <laughs> well, at a time in our lives and our young lives. <laughs> we used to be I have members. a couple things about Universal. One, literally a Universal cast member asked me how to become a Disney cast member or a Universal team member asked me how to become a Disney cast member Ooh. while working. So uh because he I was wonder like, if they were yeah. enjoying their job. Do you think they were enjoying their job? <laughs> but like he was very nice but like he was talking about how he wants to be a cast member and how he's been looking and like how he's at school for this and this we never asked uh not to be rude but like we didn't ask him any of that but he was very much telling us about how he wants to work at disney which i get because it probably came up that we work at disney but uh yeah, i hope so i was gonna say how did that come up i was gonna say how did that conversation come up i think because didn't we get a discount a, cat, a discount at Universal at one of the restaurants for being a Disney cast member at City Walk. I think that we asked and we got a discount. Interesting. I Maybe. think we did. I don't remember because I literally did that like. Well, I guess a May. lot of that stuff. A lot of that stuff is third party, so they could do whatever they want. I guess. I think I got a discount. I'm not kidding. Anyway, I think that's how it came up. We asked, and they maybe said yes or no. I don't remember who we got it, actually. I remember <laughs> we asked them. Um, oh, so maybe they just said no and there was no cast member discount. 
Anyway, and that's yeah. how I found out. And there we go. And, and that's, that's how I thought. That's how I the story goes. I think got a discount, though. Anyway, the point is, is that was a little awkward for us because he kept talking, and I remember us like just kind of sitting there. Uh, but yeah, so that that was interesting. And then I remember one cast member was rude to me when I was in Harry Potter Land. I don't remember what happened. She just said, "Oh, I had my drink. That's what happened. I had my uh." my drink with me because I just got uh, a butter beer and I was going to go in line in the queue and she like said it really rude. She wasn't just like, can you please throw that away before going in the queue? She like kind of yelled like sternly said it to me and it didn't make me feel very magical. So that I kind of yeah. got annoyed. Yeah. I think overall, listen, are we going to be a little biased? Sure. Cause we were cast members. So yeah. that's like our family, right? But I always thought this about Disney cast members. They make the experience. Yeah. As Walt Disney once said, this is not his exact words, but you can build the most fantastic places in the world, but it takes people to make the dream a reality. And that's what it says on the casting door on Main Street in Magic Kingdom. So it's all about that cast member interaction, I think, separates my vacations, if that makes sense. So, like, I remember a particular vacation based on the cast member interaction, not the rides I went on, not the shows I saw, because some of that stuff's the same. Like we mentioned, Haunted Mansion, you're probably going to ride every time you go to Disney World. Mm-hmm. But what I remember is not that I rode the Haunted Mansion. It's that we went to Haunted Mansion during Extra Magic Hours. And the guy in the stretcher room was really creepy. And <laughs> when the lights went out, he snuck up behind a group of girls. And when they, it was, the lights came on, he was right in their face. And they got scared. Oh, my God. And then that another time. Haunted. Sorry. So, you know when you exit Haunted Mansion? You come right off the the belt mm-hmm. there the conveyor belt the walking sidewalk thing and then you walk out and then there's like a, a little hallway there where like the cast members go mm-hmm. so there was a guy haunted mansion cast member standing in that in that little nook one time that little hallway and when i came by i saw him out of the corner of my eye and he was just like this like standing <laughs> at me right and then I, I looked back and then i like started to laugh that thought it was great and then as I was walking out the exit, he was following me to the exit. Oh God. <laughs> it was great. It was one of the best experiences I ever. Right. Um, so like, that's what I remember. I don't, I, of course I, I know the haunted mansion backwards and forwards, but I remember those cast member interactions. That's what stands out to me. Every time I go to Disney world, even when I was on my college program and I went to the parks, I still had great cast member interactions that stood out to me. Um, like, <laughs> I don't know. This one popped into my head. I was playing Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom in Middle of Fantasyland, which is like the virtual card game. I don't know if you ever played Alexis, but never played it, but I've heard of it. But I was walking over to a portal, and like one of the Pippity Boppity Boutique cast members was just like out and about. And she was like, Oh, thank you so much for protecting our kingdom. I'm like, Oh, thank you. Oh, you're poor. <laughs> no problem, really. Um, but, you know, you remember those types of things. And that, that immerses you into the world of Disney, into mm-hmm. into where you are, as opposed to 
It's not every, but it's just great universal team members too, who do a great job in places like Wizarding World to immerse you. But like you said, when you experience something like that, and it happens at Disney sometimes too, when you experience, you know, a cast member that's not having a good day or a team member that's not having a good day, and they kind of give you a little bit of an attitude, it takes you out of it. it takes you out of the day, at least for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, You're right. Uh, do, do you have any uh, thoughts on uh, cast members versus team members, or do you have any cast member stories that pop out to you? This is I remember, I don't know, just like whatever I would ask, like my favorite thing is when, I well, I would always get so nervous to ask if I could co- join like a fast pass group because, like, if everybody in your party has one and you don't, like, sometimes you can ask, like, if you could be included. My favorite times is when they're like, only if you answer this question, and then they I give me like Disney trivia or sorry, I thought I did I freeze? Okay, no, I didn't. Uh, like, or they'll be like, oh, only if you do this, and it makes me laugh. And it's fun and like it's nice that they'll still let you through. But I remember like one time it was pirates and I think it was our last day. And I remember one of them gave me like a little golden, like little golden like the bloom thingy like that they would give kids, but it made my whole day and I remember like <laughs> getting it and I felt so good about myself. I don't know if you you were there with us, but I don't know if you remember that. I don't remember what we were asking them. I think we we're asking if we could bring you with because I think we had fast passes and you came and met with us. I don't know. Oh, you gave me a gold balloon thingy and it made me so happy. Oh, and like yeah. I still have it. So like little things like that. Yeah. That like they absolutely. do make me happy. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, I, I know we talked specifically about what it's like to be on the other side of that. Like, magical moments that we got to give and uh you know we have full stories of that in show number 22 uh where we talked about our food and beverage experience i don't remember 18. the exact number uh yes when when uh i don't know i just i know but i, I remember them especially coming at okay i'm not gonna lie to you sometimes i'll come into a show like i know we're doing this tonight and i'm like oh i might reference this what's the show number so i will like look it up beforehand before we come in it's not completely uh, okay, but, but I do remember show twenty two was food, our food and beverage one, and show number eighteen was our first cast member campfire, um, where we talked about all our cast member stories. But you know, one that just popped into my head. Remember, they used to have the red card things, like to do the wait time. They used to hand you the lanyard, yeah. with the red card, and you had to give it to the next cast member. Yeah. I love that because I felt like you were taking part and like you were like helping the cast members. I thought that was so cool. Um, <laughs> I love yeah. that. And, they don't have that anymore because they use the magic bands. But um, I remember one time, funny enough, it was at Magic Carpets of Aladdin. And, like, the guy at the front was like, you know, it's funny. I wonder if that's anybody I ever worked with. Anyway, uh, the guy at the front was like, here's your challenge if you choose to accept it and whatever. And he handed me the thing. And it was great. Like, it's just those little moments that really make it magical. Um, yeah. So that's another point for Disney, I, I cool. think. For the cast members, so yeah. Disney wins eight eight to three. <laughs> but again, it's sorry, it's, Universal. Universal. You're, you're bad. I, I tell you, you know, I always say like Universal's a great side quest, and in that it's really fun, and it's, especially if you love Harry Potter, it's really great to go see the Wizarding World. Um, but you know, uh, Disney is the fuller. There's more to do, obviously. There's more parks. There's more hotels. 
it's completely immersive. Once you pass that Disney World sign, you're in. Um, but Universal is a great place to visit too. I've had a lot of fun days at Universal, so they have mm-hmm. some great rides. If you're into thrill rides, Universal's got some great coasters. Um, mm-hmm. So does Bush Gardens in Tampa and Virginia. So if you're a roller coaster and person, haven't been there for so long. And SeaWorld has great coasters, doesn't it, Alexis? Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed those so much. <laughs> yes, that was fun too. My face on all the the pictures. Oh my god! <laughs> there was one we rode. I think it was. I can't remember which one it was, but um, we like the people in front of us were smiling. Oh my god! I was just scared by <laughs> <like> crazy. <laughs> what well, two of us were just terrified in the back, but you know. It's great. Uh, that, you know, all, all the different parks have something great to offer. So if you're in Orlando for an extended period of time, definitely give Universal a visit because it's definitely worth it. And uh, definitely give Disney a visit. That's probably why you went in the first place. So definitely <laughs> go to Disney World for majority of your trip because uh, all the parks at least take two days. You, you could do two days in Universal, I think. You could do one or two, depending on yeah. what you want to do. You'll be good. But this was an interesting conversation, so uh, thank you, Alexis, again for coming up with the topic tonight. And uh, thank you to everyone in the chat for joining us. Uh, It was a pleasure, as always, to see all of you. So uh, let's wrap up tonight. Um, As I mentioned, don't forget, we're taking the next two weeks off for Christmas. So first of all, uh, let me bring Alexis back in for this one. Oh, okay. Hi. On behalf of all of us here at the Magical Adventurers, we wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Um, Merry Christmas. Yes. I've been saying that many. Yes. So I will be (laughs) saying. No, no. That's why I brought you in so you can say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Um, And we'll be saying that more over the next two weeks. Again, we'll be taking the next two weeks off for the live show, but we will have pre recorded shows, and that is. Holiday Wishes, next Saturday, December 26th, live from Mini Disney World. It'll be at 7.30, premiering on YouTube. I will be posting the link on Facebook, so you can get to that. And uh, the week after that, on January 2nd, Fantasy in the Sky, New Year's Eve, Fireworks, live from Mini Disney World, also at 7.30. And I'll post the link on... I'll, I'll post the link to the YouTube on Facebook as well. And again, our most recent video, Mickey's Most Merry Celebration. Check that out if you haven't already. And coming next week, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. Maybe a Pippity Box video. Maybe. It's possible. That might Maybe. One of the surprises I talked about earlier. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, and as always, be sure to hit that subscribe button and the bell icon to be notified when all of our latest videos go live. And on Facebook. Uh, again, hit that follow button at The Magical Adventurers. We got some great Christmas photos there recently. And on Facebook at The Magical Adventurers, you can catch all the latest updates there. And as always, don't forget to spread the word. Like Queen Elsa on her balcony. I'm not going to sing it, but go ahead and spread the word. <laughs> and invite some friends to join us. And um, after the live show, the show is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public Breaker, and wherever you listen to your podcast. And as always, be sure to join us here every Saturday. I almost said every night at 7.30. That is not accurate. Every Saturday at 7.30 p.m. for a brand new live show. So thanks again for joining us this evening. And until our next magical adventure, 
See you real soon.